Hello and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast with Bob and Hilary. Episode 73 today, how to find a joint venture partner. You're going to learn a few tips and tricks uh, and great ways to attract the right partner for you. Bob and I will unpack that and you will learn loads. So jump on into episode 73. Hello and welcome to episode 73, Property Mastermind Podcast with Bob and Hilary. How to find a joint venture partner? This is a question we get asked on a very regular basis and we covered it at our networking event. Uh, I That was my session, sort of my area. Um, yep. So we thought, well, let's just share a bit of that with our external public who listens to us. But anyway, before we get started, giving away a copy, as we do, of Property Millionaires Exposed. If you would like a copy of this book, remember to comment favourably on our YouTube channel and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. You can also listen to us on Apple or Spotify uh, and you reach out, let us know, and you You'll, you'll just win one of these. It's that easy. This week going to Aisha Patterson. Thanks, Aisha. Well, well done. Nice email about how we've actually helped her massively on her property journey. Hmm. Yeah, so there you go. One of many, but that's great to hear. One of many, many, many. <laughs> okay, podcast. Get the mic in the right place to yep, start yeah. with. Testing, testing. <laughs> we're not testing. We already did the test, Bob. We're, we're Joking. On. We're game on. Game on. We're live. Okay, so how do... I find a joint venture partner. Bob, your first deal yeah. when you were 22. Barely. What, yeah. <laughs> 20, how old were you? I don't know, early 20s. I have to work it back, yeah. You, it was a joint venture with a yeah, landowner. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it, well, almost. It was what we often call a vendor finance deal. And that was my, my very first one. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't go out looking for the deal. It sort of landed in my lap. And, and look, hey, there is such a thing as good luck. I, I mean, you can do a lot of things to, to attract luck, but sometimes it's just pure good luck. And we when it luck. is, you grab it. Yeah, <laughs> but we mentioned luck in the last podcast, and yeah. I'm working with somebody right now, Greg, and we often talk, I, I, I used to say to him every day, go make yourself lucky, mm. because it's putting things in place, it's doing opening, seeing opportunities. Mm. Opportunities don't... It come to yeah, you as yeah. you open yourself to them. So you created your own life. And the, expect, the expectation yes. that good things are going to happen. Yes. I was just thinking when I met you. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that can't really be a property development podcast, though. No, 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 no. But so you, you had an expectation that you were going to meet somebody. That, that oh, are we talking about the first project? No, and I've gone back to well, actually, in both and both scenarios in your head, it was a no-brainer. It was a hmm. happening thing. Hmm. So, and hmm. both and both occasions, both occasions. We'll get yeah. back to property development. Yeah, let's get back to property development. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was what we call a vendor finance deal. So, like, I'll keep it pretty short. But I was working in a real estate agency at the time because I wanted to get into property development, but I couldn't go directly there. There wasn't any courses, no way you could do. And I thought, well, at least I'll get in the property market. So. So I got a job at a real estate agency that sold lots of, uh, we had about four land subdivisions and, and so forth. A guy came in one day uh, and... Tony? Tony, yeah, he didn't talk to me, he talked to one of the other salespeople and he was looking for you know, a parcel of land that he could do a small subdivision on. And so he bought this, this property and uh, sort of disappeared for a little while. He came back about four or five months later, having obtained an approval for a four lot subdivision on the land, uh, but he 
decided to sell it for whatever reason. And uh, so he listed it with our real estate agency. About two weeks later, uh, it was on a Sunday, and it was my turn to be at the on the front desk, you know, first person in. And Tony dropped in, uh, started to talk about it, said, oh, you got any buyers? And I said, look, not, not yet, Tony. And I, and I made this statement. A lot of people have heard this story, so I will keep it short. I said, Tony, I would love to do that development myself, but I just don't have enough money at the moment to do it. And uh, cutting a long story short, uh, Tony uh, helped me out uh, with what we call a vendor finance deal. So what I did, he actually helped me arrange finance through his own bank. And so I bought that property off Tony on a 20% deposit. Tony, what what I did here with with this deal is I got the finance to, to do the project and I gave Tony half the money for his land at the beginning. So the bank gave me 80% of the value of the land, 50% of that went off to Tony, and I had 30% you know, uh, 30% of the value of the land left, and that was enough to actually uh, subdivide it. It was only a uh, you know, little four-lot subby. And so basically I paid Tony half the money up front, and with an agreement in writing, of course, to pay him the other half of the money when I sold the lots, plus some interest. And uh, so I did that, that first deal, not putting any of my own money in at all. Mm. And uh, that's called a vendor finance deal. And I didn't know anything about that. Tony taught me. What I didn't realise, Tony was quite a sophisticated property dealer himself and took pity on me or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. He liked me. And he helped me do that. But you said, he said to you, I see in you mm. what I was like. So he saw someone who was determined, who yep. was driven. You had a conversation. You, When he asked you... Uh, and and you know deeper into that story, he actually said to Bob, "What is it that you want?" And Bob said, "I want to be a property developer." And he's sitting next to a young guy, and he's like, "He made a decision, mm. so you made yourself lucky." Yes, I, I accidentally said the perfect sentence, Tony. I would love to buy that site myself. I just don't have enough money. Tony, being the sort of wheeler dealer that he was, solution orientated, thought, "Well, that's no big deal. You know, should be doing a talk to me about a vendor finance deal." Bob, Bob didn't have a clue what one was, yeah. and he showed me. Yeah, yeah, and and as you're right, I mean, it's it's a long story that one that could take half an hour, which is why I cut it short. But Tony later <laughs> can, on, you're going really fast. Don't you? Tony later <laughs> on down, told Bob. me yeah. <laughs> that he saw in me that day himself mm. 15 years earlier, mm. and he got a leg up into the market in the way that he gave me a leg up and had you been somewhat arrogant somebody who wasn't very nice he wouldn't have done that so there's more to it than you know yeah. there's, there's all of that that comes in behind you oh, making yeah. yourself lucky yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he grilled me for probably half an hour before he actually made the offer to help isn't that similar to the dale carnegie story uh, andrew carnegie story is it i don't know yeah there, there's a story there it is he got 30 seconds, oh, he yeah, just, yeah, yeah. oh, I can't you're remember right. that. Yep. I've read that book, but I can't mm, remember them mm. several, several times. Still I think you're remember. right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But so joint venture partners are everywhere and that, mm. so how do you yeah. find them? My, my second project was a joint venture with what we call an equity partner where somebody put in the money and we did it jointly. And that happened to be my sister's boyfriend, Keith, at the how time. How did that conversation come about, Bob? Well, Keith saw me make some money out of this first deal. Hang on a minute. The one Tony helped me with. What's Bob up to? (laughs) He saw me make quite a packet of money and not put any money in. He said, how'd you do that? And I said, oh, pretty clever, Keith. Um, He said, oh, he said, I've got some money. Can can we do something together? Can you find something and we do it together? Mm. And he he was an earth mover. Mm. He had had a bit of money. 
And I said, yeah, Move sure. Move and shake it. Yeah. So, so I found a deal. And true to his word, Keith put the money in mm. uh, and financed it through his own uh, relationship with his own bank. And, and we, we did the deal and went halves. That was my second deal. So that was there, there came again a chance conversation mm. that you were lucky to have. So it's yeah. it's just conversations with people. It is, and it came off the back of the other one because mm. what prompted Keith to want to do something was he'd just seen it done. He'd just seen me do something. Yeah. Uh, and, and So there was that credibility. I, I, I want some of that. Well, yeah. yeah, and envy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, yeah. Well, I wasn't too brilliant. Tony yeah. showed me every step of the way what to do, but you know that, that was wonderful. You know, mm. uh, and and so now I've done two deals, haven't put five cents in either of them, and and and. You and you're know, not even twenty five. No, I made quite a bit of money. Mm. I thought, how long's this been going on? <laughs> where's this been? Where's this? Where's this story been going on? Yeah. that I haven't learned. That about. was on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Shortly after that, the Gold Coast went through one of its downturns, which it does, and I wasn't even smart enough to realise that that sort of stuff happened, and so. I had a, a couple of tough years because mm. uh, I was into another project and I had a couple of tough years sort of, you know, battling through uh, this sort of downturn, you mm. know. Uh, but I got there, you know, with a lot of determination and hard work. It certainly wasn't easy like the first two mm. deals. Mm. I was naive enough to think that that would go on forever, you know, and I'd be retired at 27, but no, it didn't happen. <laughs> no. I, I suddenly found out what hard work was and what happens when a market really dips and no market dips like the Gold Coast dips. <laughs> Oh, that's a bit better these days. Yeah, but a bit horrendous. Yeah, yeah. It's just surviving that sort of stuff. Get mm. a few battle wounds that make you a bit gun shy for a while. <laughs> oh, I was still ten foot tall and bulletproof, and still didn't know what I didn't know. But I knew what hard work was because mm. I had, you know, I'd done hard work previously. I, I knew, you know, I knew what had to be done to get dig my way out of there, and I did it. And it was, uh, you know, it was hard work, and I got there. You know. So where do you find these people? At, where do you find at, them? At the end of the day, it's about relationships and it can there are plenty of opportunities now for networking within hmm. anywhere yeah well we went out to a networking event last night well we did yeah we, did. we, we, we caught up with uh, with Cheryl property development Australia to network on the uh, Sunshine Coast so we dropped in stayed <laughs> and, and I always give away the the te- make the sort of the technique of making sure you connect with everybody oh, in you the room do. I saw you wasn't a big room, but I saw you working your way around. I talked to everybody. Within an hour and a half, you'd spoke to everybody. Yep. And if, you, if you're not good at networking, a really great tip, if, especially if it's a networking event, is to, because we can find sometimes we get caught talking mm. to somebody, and it's great, but we're not doing what we're there for. Yeah. So if you are stuck and you think, oh, I really want to move on, and that person might be feeling the same way, it's okay to say to people, hey, well, it's a networking event, so I'll move on and speak to somebody else. And, and, and then I often say, and that'll give you, op- you, you the, the opportunity. opportunity to go and talk to somebody else, not get stuck with me. Yeah. that's a, yeah. a good way out. Because people do get stuck and they don't yeah. know how to move on. No. Well, what you see sometimes, and this is not what you want to do at, at, at a similar sort of event, you might be feeling a little bit nervous, a little bit shy, whatever, you know. Mm. And, and so what, what tends to happen is people look around the room for somebody they, they believe that they have some affinity with. It could be that the person's the same gender, it could be a similar age or something, whatever, you know. Well, they know them. Oh, well, even, yeah, well it could be that. Yeah. They may, you may have a, you know, know them a little bit. And so they go to that person, gravitate, because it's comfortable. Mm. It's not always comfortable to come up to strangers and start talking, you know. Uh, it certainly gets easier with practice. But what happens is they, they, they get into that, you know, the comfort zone of being with this individual. Mm. And at the end of the evening, they might have been 
with that person all the time, which defeats the whole purpose mm. of the networking evening, you know. And, and so that's perfect, that what you just said then about how to extract yourself when, when you feel the conversation's gone far enough. Yes, because you're the, if you are at a networking event, you are there to networking. It's mm. like going to the hairdresser and not getting your hair done. <laughs> You, you, you know, you're there good, for a good reason. Good conversation, but yeah, exactly. My interest is awesome. Have a great yarn, but well, you, yeah, you do both. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's networking events, and there's there's plenty out there. You know, just at that networking event, and we had our own one a couple of weeks ago in Sydney, which is mm. fabulous. So mm. next time we do one next year, definitely come along. Yeah. They're so they are so good. But last night. Just a flippant conversation at the end. Somebody was leaving and I said, hey, um, connect with me on Facebook. She's doing a property course somebody else's, which I kind of rolled my eyes at. But anyway, that's going to be her issue, not mine. I I gave her – she says sarcastically. I gave her a card and said, connect, because I really – I always hope that people are successful. I'd love to hear if it were, you know, what when you get a deal, when you, when something's going on finally for mm. you. And mm. she says, yes, I will. But as I handed her the card, the man next to me who I was actually having a conversation with said, oh, can I have one of those too? And mm. isn't that interesting? And I said to Bob, you just never know where, because we'd been talking property development, mm. you know, what we were doing. We we're obviously, I'm, I'm, I raise capital like uh, on a, in a big way, you know, in the millions. And, and maybe that's around that. We don't know mm-hmm. what that conversation is going to lead to. No, and, and he wasn't a property person as such at the networking event, like not another developer or, or he's, um, he, he has a qu- quite a good business that's not related to property. Mm, I think he has, it, it, it's got a little bit, yeah. Actually, I mean, he owns, might, yeah, I, I'm yeah. sure he owns properties, it's not but, but he's not in the business yeah. of property. It's, yes. it's, a, it's, a, it's another uh, quite a good business that he has mm. uh, as well. And, and so he, he, every chance he could be a, an investor um, in a project, a joint venture partner, a loan partner, or it could, could be anything. Mm. Because he's heard you talk about it, he's seen other people, he's overheard things, and and and, and it's good that he reached out for your card. Yeah, and that was that luck thing of mm. have, me having made sure I talked to everybody in the room, so I yeah. created my own luck. Well, and you actually went there. I mean, it, it would have been easier maybe just to stay at home and chill out. Yes, because we'd been out the night before because it was Bob's birthday. Yeah, so we'd but, already but been out didn't. the night before, and we're, I, I was a little tired. I was like, no, we should definitely yeah. go. And but I mean, just getting there. Is, is like creating luck yeah. or, or putting yourself into a position where yes. things can happen. Don't even call it luck. You know, you're not going to uh, meet anybody or, or meet an investor sitting at home watching Netflix. No, or watching a, watching a, an event online. Mm. So many, when we have our networking yeah. events, people say, God, are you going to be streaming that? We think, well, you it's kidding? An, yeah. It's Why makes would you it record really, a networking event? It's like a little bit tough. Uh, we do have an edu- we do put on an education side, so maybe they want that. But I think it's, yeah, yeah there's a 50, you know, there is a, a an opportunity to network and it is a great thing to be doing. Hmm. And just on that, it doesn't necessarily have to be a property event that, that no, you network at, at. You can network everywhere. In, in some ways, it's often... Harder. Good if it's out. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, harder if you're. Yeah. Good if it's outside of that, um, because it's probably a lot of people like you there as well, but with the same purpose. And yes. so you've got to be different or do it better. Mm. Oh, okay. I get what you mean. Then a lot of people like me, if we're at a property event networking, or if say you are at a property event networking with the with the idea of potentially getting an investor, mm. often a lot of people are. There's what mm. they call that like blue sea, red sea, or blue fish. There's uh, a lot of yeah. people in the same sea, yeah. ocean, looking for the same thing. Yeah, yeah. There might be, you know, 10 people looking for an investor and there might be four investors there. You yeah. Know, so 
that's that's what, what I meant by yes. making yourself better or different, uh, telling a better story or whatever it takes. That's right? what I say about uh, you'll, you'll often find a, an investor at, at like Nana's crochet event because, you know, you just <laughs> never know where they are. I was going to say Tupperware. I don't think anyone does Tupperware parties anymore. But anyway. So it's Tupperware. I saw some it, Tupperware the other day in a shop. Oh, yeah. Well, and how do we get to Tupperware from there? Mm. But that, that's, I mean, that's just one uh, networking. But, but, I mean, investors could be work colleagues. They could be relatives. And, and people have quite strong views on, on doing that, particularly with relatives. Mm. Um, Bob and I both just frown and go, why? Well, yeah, we, I mean, we, we both do. Both done it. Yeah. Yeah, joint ventures with, with uh, well, with our own kids particularly, you know, get them set up and in the money and but you know on that so does Bernadette mm. Jensen and oh, just yeah. like you the kids have got skin in the game mm. it's not like we give it to them so no. they understand understand the whole process a bit more rather than here you go have this it's oh, more let's yeah, create no, this and no this is what it takes yeah, yeah I mean they're, they're, they're on the loan they're guarantors they're yep. in there they're doing stuff you know no mm. no free rides around here but um, I mean some people don't want to joint venture with their family at all mm. uh, because they take this you know the sort of half glass half full attitude well what happens if it didn't go really well and you know i've got to see them all the time they're my relatives and i think well yeah but just make it p- pick the right deal and do it and make it work and then like would you rather you know help a stranger make two hundred thousand or, or or a relative make two hundred thousand you know so that's like the other attitude to the other one. One's a very positive attitude, one's a more of a negative a- attitude. But it, That's like thinking, oh, I'm not going to try because I'm probably going to die before I get to old age. Like, seriously. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. What I'm not going to try out for the team because, not, you know, I I'll probably never won't make get it. picked. Yeah, it's not – it's ridiculous. Yeah. Done properly, done well. Yeah. It, but, I mean, it could start close to home, and it does with some people yep. as well. Uh, and, you know, you're talking about networking events, but um, if – like, if you think, well, what are the prerequisites for an investor to come into a property development? If they, if they have a liking for property, if they have money, of course. Yes. If they have a liking or if they uh, for property. And then, like, there's all sorts of people. Well, where, where do those people exist? Well, they go to events. They, they're investors. You know, they're landlords. I mean, there's all well, sorts of things. What about me? I was at the gym last week. Oh. I know you've heard, you've heard me tell this story so many times because it kind of blew me away. And... I was talking to an, another guy that goes. We happened to go at the same time, so we see each other, and we we're just talking about our current injuries because I mm. injured myself and he injured himself, and we were laughing about it. But then he said, "What do you actually do?" Because I was like, oh, "I have to get going, blah, 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 rush or whatever." And he said, "What do you actually do?" Yeah, pretty much everyone thinks hairdresser, but when I say property developer, he did a double take. He said, "Really? You're a property developer?" And then. I said, well, yeah, I'm actually in the middle of a massive capital raise. And he's like, what does that mean? I said, oh, I've got to raise another five million of the five. I have to raise 10 all up. And um, he said, what's for? And I explained what it was for. I'm looking for investors and, and, you know, what the returns are and what the security is. And it just had a, it was very brief. He goes, I'm not interested, but my sister would definitely be interested in that. And then he said to me, and this is something that you could learn from, can I give her your phone number? And I said, how about you give me her phone number or you give me her email address and I email her. So all he did, he grabbed his phone because we've all got our phone, we've got headphones on listening to music, etc. And I just took a photo of her email address mm. and I, I made it really Office easy. contacts. Yeah, he said, oh, this is my sister here. And I said, yeah, I'll just photograph that. And then I came home and I sent her an email. So I think there's two takeaways there. One, 
he goes, it's not right for me, but that's really what my sister would love. And mm-hmm. I, I was like, excellent. Okay, thank you. And then I took her details. Mm. So I didn't rely on him saying, I'll send you them later, because we yeah. never do that. No, it, it, it's not a high priority in his life No, to do that. Any things happen, he probably forgets, whereas it's a high priority in yours because you're driven to raise that's what a I'm certain doing. amount of capital. Yes. And that's why it needs to come from you. And that's the two takeaways. The other, the other takeaway from that is you just never know where you're going to meet an investor. I oh. mean, here you are expecting to have a workout with your ear pods in and probably not even talk to anybody. No. And the next thing we're talking about that. Yes. So and you never know. But the, I think what comes in the back end of that is, and I teach this every day, we do business with people we know, like and trust. Yep. So we have to like them and trust them and we get to know them. Mm. And that's where networking comes in as well. Uh, we went to that networking event you and I just popped into my head um, what one says the Tommy? one down in Brisbane uh, the, where all the lawyer event oh the one run by the law society or whatever it was uh, yeah 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 that one yep. it, was a pro- it was a property one they had a, a yeah, so it was a law firm that yeah. we do business with um, and they had a great property had a, had panel yep. talking about really projections forward mm. really interesting and what pe- the three different businesses were yep. going through it was very great really interesting but there was a guy there and it was a networking event and he's obviously on some sort of a legal drug because <laughs> remember he was flighting he was right up. and he was just amping and he was sniffing and he was going crazy What's the snorting and and Initially, he was kind of interesting. He sort of looked at him. But then, did you notice everyone just backed off from him? Mm. He was by himself mm. because people didn't like him. Mm. So you have to be a likable person for yeah. that to happen. Yeah, yep. That was going on the like it and the no like and trust. So you get to know somebody because you like them mm. and then you'll know whether you trust them or not. Mm. I would not trust that guy at all. Never. And I didn't particularly like him very much. He was just erratic. Nobody did. Everyone, it's like a, you know, when two poles of a magnet, when you put them in, they just separate yeah. them and walk back out of here. <laughs> Everyone did that. He probably didn't know what was going you know, Oh, that was crazy. How obvious it? it was, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you've got to, be, got, to, got to be selective. But you're right, you're right. Uh, no like and trust, pretty important. So uh, particularly on the, on the trust fund. That, the, the trust side comes, uh, but, it, but they have to know you and like you and then time will the trust will, will follow. And there are ways of becoming trustworthy to somebody that doesn't know you if you are in property development and looking for investors. And there are, there are many different ways. But mm. one of them is to have a website and it just is a basic one mm. because you've got to think of it, you're at home or, or at your office, probably working from home as a developer, and you, you, you need a shop front mm. so people can get to know you. So a website, think of it as your shop front. People can go and have a look. I don't count Facebook as a shop front. No. I just find, I, I really think it's like a marketplace. Mm. It's just like mm. lots of, all sorts of, it's like, a, it's like a, a, what are those markets, like the Sydney markets, what's that called? Um, the Sydney markets. Yeah, there's one, one in, uh, yeah. One, yeah. One it's, in Melbourne as well. Yeah. So it's the, just like a, yeah. Like a flea market, like yeah, it's it's everyone. Facebook's like a flea market. Yeah. There you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think yeah, not in a negative way, but I think more of a shop front for mm. a website is much mm. more like Myers or somewhere. Yes, 
And when you, I mean, we don't even go out for dinner without jumping on somebody's website and see what the menu mm. is. Yeah, look at the reviews. Yep, check it out. Mm. So it's important to have a, a picture of you on your website so people can mm. people do business with yeah. you. They don't do business with your business name. You don't do business with Property Mastermind. You buy Bob Anderson's course or Bob and Hillary, who, however you know us. You do the Property Mastermind course, but you do because you want to learn from Bob, not from Property Na- Mastermind. That's just uh, two it's words. It's a registered company, that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. So you have to have a photo of yourself on it, and um, mm. I think my favourite, yep. Envision, oh, Envision Properties, yes. Sione and Adelaide, their website. They're two of our current mentoring, mentoring students. Oh yep. my gosh! Actually, we'll put the link below so people can see it. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yep, and that's what you need to do. So it's, it's about perception. It's about how you're perceived by potential investors. Mm. If you're perceived to be unprofessional, erratic. Yeah, erratic. Um, like a mate. <laughs> yeah, too much of that. Uh, you just don't have that professional presence. Like, mm. like the people, like in property development, they're not they're not investing like twenty dollars. You no. know, it, it's probably hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And what you need to do is to put yourself on the other side of the fence, if you like, as an investor. Mm. If you if if you had you know three or five hundred thousand dollars, you're looking at investing into a project. What what sort of developer? would you like to invest with? And mm. then you be that developer. And uh, in terms of you know, professionalism, presence with a website, uh, make LinkedIn profile. Yes. I mean, um, we've got the classic story that we tell at the workshop. <laughs> it was a great story, though. Yeah. One of the mentoring students that we were working with, he really took on board all of this and did everything. He had a meeting with a potential investor and... It was for a substan- I think it was for mm. a substantial amount. Mm. This guy was putting all the money in. It was a, it was a good meeting. He turned turned up and he shook his hand and and he started to sort of sell himself or you know create a connection. And the guys that the investor said to him, "Don't worry, mate. I've already looked you up. I've been all over your website. I've gone over LinkedIn. Yeah, I'm good. Wow, how good was that? Yeah. So don't underestimate." Um, mm what you your online stuff especially w- w- what you yeah. put out there what you say it, it will be it can be seen and it can be mm. really useful for you yeah and can i say something else too about who you are what are you mm. well you're a property developer that's yes. all, you know, that's your career your occupation uh i'll say say two things about that when you're starting off you must believe even before you do your first project that you are a property developer yeah even, even before you do your first project, you, you are in there. Uh, you would have done the course or whatever. You may or may not be in the mentoring program, but you are a property developer. You're not, you're not a property... But you should do the mentoring program. It's a yeah, great you program. <laughs> you don't become a property developer after you've finished your first project. No. You are still a property developer. Mm. You have to be a property developer beforehand. Mm. And, and I mean by that is have the presence of a property developer, have the perception of being a property developer. Have a business card that says you're a property developer. All, all of that. But also, uh, some people can uh, suffer a little bit from imposter syndrome. Yes. Can you explain that for those that don't know? I knew you were going to go down this road. If, because we I've have, seen it. We've, oh, we have. They don't like to even put on their LinkedIn profile property developer because they don't feel like until they've done a property development that they can say that. And yet they've done all of the, you know, the education, they're all good to go. Mm. And they want to attract an investor, but mm. they just don't have the, they, the, they have the, to be able to say yeah. it. So imposter syndrome, we, as we know, is when we, we just 
keep talking ourselves out of it. Basically, we feel like we an feel imposter. Like, like calling yourself a property developer, I feel like oh, I'm an imposter. I'm not one. You know, which is not. It's yeah, it's so not true. No, you that, have to believe. That's that stops creating luck. You know, we're talking mm. about create. You always create your own luck. That stops the creation of uh, luck. Yeah, and we've seen what, some people that that had that affliction, shall we call it? Yep. Who overcame it, and all of a sudden things open up. Even one of the mentoring students, remember, she was really struggling mm. with saying property developer. And she just, you know, got a website ready. She was just all good to go. But she just couldn't quite say it. And I said, could you say I'm a property enthusiast then? Like I was thinking, <laughs> could we just start with that just for a couple of weeks? And once you've started saying that and then, and then I had to kind of move her along until mm. she could say property developer. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a funny thing. But... Um, you know, that's the sort of attitude that, that, that you need to have, you know. You need to believe you, you are. And, and you are. And, 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 and understand that the opportunities are everywhere. It's about being professional. It's about having conversations. Mm. It's about being able to say, like I was at another event last year, oh, the beginning of this year, a conference for three yep. days, and I'm getting the lunch, getting lunch, and I'm sort of in a queue sort of thing, and... I ended up chatting with two people who both wanted my business card and epic fail on my part. I didn't have any on me. Ooh. But, yeah, but I took some the next day. Mm. But there you go. They they were like, oh, I'm actually interested in that. Mm. I'm, I'm interested in investing in, in a you know, the project that, that yeah. we talked about. They, they love property too. So mm. that was just a fluke. Yeah. They were telling me about them. I was telling them about me. And that's what happens. Yeah. Also remembering that it's a two-way conversation. Networking isn't you blurting out everything about you. It's you talking, the mm. other person talking. Yeah. The know and like comes out of that too. Yes. Yep. Nobody just wants to sit there and hear somebody just yapping away about themselves. No. The whole, and not even asking oh. you any questions yourself. So... Just, just, just taking that other step about you know not the imposter syndrome sort mm. of thing is is how you might introduce yourself as well. Yeah. You know, people say, "What do you do?" Don't be afraid to say you, you're a property developer. Uh, when, when I was doing lots and lots of um, property development syndicates, and we needed you know quite a quite a bunch of investors, uh, we, we we're doing things online, ebooks, that you know getting investors that way. But if anybody asked me, "What do you do?" and I, I started taking the line, uh, I actually make people wealthy. And, like, for no other reason than to get their attention, I said, they said, what do you mean? I said, well, I make people wealthy uh, using property development as a vehicle. I said, you're probably aware that, you know, property development, you can make a lot of money out of property development if you do it right. And they said, oh, yeah. I said, so what, what I do, we do property developments. We're very, like, I, I could say at that time, mm. we're experienced property developers. Mm. But we occasionally invite investors to come into a project with us and share you know all our knowledge and expertise that we do mm. and then uh, you know uh, make money from that that's how we create wealth so you know that's how we do it i didn't just say oh, i'm a property developer uh and and that certainly got their attention mm. where i said oh, you know i'll help make people wealthy do you know what? You've just uh, touched on another point, Bob. It is an opportunity. And I think as when you're newer or we, sometimes when, when we're looking for investors for projects, I'm just using the royal we, <laughs> we can come across as desperate. And nobody wants to be desperate. You've got to think you've got an opportunity. Somebody is looking for an opportunity. It is a relationship. Because mm. at the end of the day, 
It is all about relationships. That is such a good point. Yeah. So you've got something. They want something. You come together. And it is a win-win. It's not like, well, please invest with me because I desperately want to do it. It's like, here is a, it's an awesome opportunity. It is. And we've got mentoring students now with fabulous opportunities. And they're looking for investors. We look for investors. If you've got money, you'd like to invest uh, with us, reach out. But we've got plenty of projects that we can put people into. Hmm. Uh, some are ours we're doing personally. Yeah, personal ones. Some ones we're overviewing. And even like personally, I had a conversation with one of our mentoring students and I ended up being an investor with her. Like for us, it all just... For the, and, that, and that was a, a relationship conversation. I knew mm. this person. I liked her. I trusted her. I know that Bob's you know, working with her, that the deal is, you know, solid. I know all about the deal. She just happened to say on a coaching call, so I've just now got to get an investor for X amount. And I sort of parked that in my head. And just remember that. The investor doesn't always go, oh, that's me, like mm. that guy that took the card last night. Mm. It, I, I got off the call and I said to Bob, hmm, I think that that could be a good idea. And, and, it's, and it was a great idea. It's been a mm. great idea. Mm. But it's just don't always expect somebody to jump. They might not want to reach out today. Sometimes the, tom- the tomorrow follow-up with networking is good, reaching out saying, hey, had a great time, great to meet you last night. Yeah, um, maybe one day we can do business moving, f- moving, f- moving forward. Get it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, you know, there is, there, there's all of that follow-up stuff mm. that you can do as well in a positive, approachable, friendly way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, uh, when you've got a, a good investor on board, it can be almost a lifelong thing. Yes. I mean, you know, we're doing business with investors. Uh, we've got a couple of projects that we're doing of our own as well, smaller ones, you know. Yeah. We've got the, you know, big one. Uh, that, you know, we're investors, you know, eight, nine, ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, and, and a few times since. Uh, because mm. you have a good, a good run, investor has a good run with you, uh, they'll, they'll reinvest. Mm, you yeah. make them money. They mm. might be busy. They don't have the education. And, and what's happened too, uh, on, on occasions, is that the people who are doing well tell their friends. Yes. Um, and their kids in some and their kids in some cases, and then the yeah. kid, the kids who are grown ups tell their parents because mm. we've got that going on right now in the um, with the retirement village, and village capital raising. Yeah, yeah. I, I was doing a, a project that was slightly larger, it was a fifteen apartment block. I I got an investor. Uh, fairly solid guy. It's introduced to me by a finance broker I know actually, and uh, he he put a, a reasonable chunk in, but I needed a fair bit more. And he said, "Oh, hang on, I'll ask my friends." Before I knew it, the whole thing was filled. Wow! Fully funded, fifteen apartments off this guy and some of his friends who also had money. Um, so yeah, you just you know you one never can lead know. To and it's making yourself lucky, leaving yourself open for opportunity, and mm. never knowing where any connection will lead you. Yep. Hmm. Well, there you go. There's mm-hmm. some ways to uh, how to find JV partners. Yep. Just generally be a good person, <laughs> <laughs> and make sure that you follow through and do it right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you'll get there. And don't be shy. Yeah. Look the goods. Be the goods. Yep. Be the goods. And you'll get be there. Be genuine. Yeah. We're very genuine. This is it. I've noticed. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. Yeah, there's nothing different ever. No. Exactly the same. Yep. Anyway, okay, I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Thank you. Well, Bob, I will see you next week for episode 74. Wow. 74. Crikey. Mm. All right. 
Thanks, everybody. And I hope you got something out of that, a great takeaway. And just we would have finished the workshop, but if you're interested in learning anything about any of our courses or our new mentoring program, um, we have had a longer mentoring program, we're launching something new, check us out or give me a call if you're interested or send me an email, admin at propertymastermind.com.au. Anyway, look forward to talking to you next week. See See ya. Bye.